Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to... No, no, that doesn't work. Um, Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Francel Evans. What up? I tried to switch it up and do like a British thing. I, mm-hmm. I regretted it pretty immediately into the um, the performance that I was doing. I, I didn't want to do it. Fran, how you doing, man? What's going on? Doing pretty good, man. Chilling. Sunday. Nice weather out. Very nice weather. I had a good week of work, so you know. Everything's, everything's good fine. In the aspect of what? Like you made a good amount of money or just chill week? Just chill week. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, when Amazon gets slammed, you get you get the brunt of that as well, too. You guys catch some of that heat? Yeah. Okay. So um, is this considered around the mail industry like the quiet before the storm? Yeah. Kind of like before Christmas yes. time and the kind of September, October-ish, you get a little... You know, maybe it dies down a little bit before chaos. Yeah, it usually starts picking up after Labor Day. Um, but it's it's a little late right now, so it'll Just start picking it. up soon, yeah. Okay, well, that's good. Yeah. Um, I also uh, in- had a very nice vacation, went down to a beach in uh, Delaware, mm-hmm. recovered my spirit, got my energy back, sat on the beach and drank Trulies all day. Uh, Trulies are like the seltzer. They're really hot right now. White people are going crazy over them. They're these seltzer alcohols. Mm-hmm. It's almost like soda water, but they're alcoholic. Ugh. Yeah, you'd think that, but the thing is, they're so easy to drink. I just don't like carbonated water. Yeah, I don't really <laughs> like it either, but if you drink enough of them, you'll get you drunk, and it sneaks up on you. Mm. Now, Truly's like the anti one. What really gets the white people jazzing right mm-hmm. now is this thing called White Claw. Mm. 
It's the same thing, but it's just a different brand. Okay. And it has a better slogan. Their slogan is, ain't no laws when you're drinking claws. Is that Southern or something? I don't know. No, it's like very preppy. <laughs> like just like white people on boats and in shorts, just like drinking these all day long. Suns out, got their uh, Ray Bans on, mm. and just getting fucked up. And they're like, "Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws." But they're are they, they saying that? Or that's what they say as they drink them. Yes. I don't know why. That's I can't. Right. I don't. I can't tell you why they do, why they do the things that they do. But I've just from infiltrating the circles, I'm seeing like these white claws are where it's at right now. They're having mm. a hard time keeping them on the shelves. Mm. They're like so those hot in the street. Popeye's right chicken sandwiches. Sima, this is the yes, this is the Popeye's chicken sandwich of White World. Mm-hmm. The White Claws. The claws mm-hmm. are tearing the streets up. Now, um, surprisingly, one is chicken and one is alcohol, but you know, white people aren't, you know, fighting or th- yeah. breaking things over alcohol, which is actually surprising. So I guess <laughs> there's some kind of compound in the chicken is yeah. just making people act a certain kind of erratic way that alcohol normally you would see from that, but you're not seeing it from this. Right. But I think that's also because it's it's more of a upper middle class quote unquote wealthy type of beverage like my you know you aren't just seeing people ordering Pellegrino at you know at McDonald's mm-hmm. or Popeye's you know I hope not because well one it's expensive and yeah. uh, 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 sparkling water is an acquired taste why would they have that there why wouldn't they have it there are you saying because they're poor I didn't say that okay well why what are you saying <laughs> why, well, why wouldn't they have Pellegrino at McDonald's I mean would it be part of the dollar menu or something I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will be part of the dollar menu. But yes, sparkling water is an acquired taste. Uh, and, you know, it kind of hit this market where it's like, you know, upper w- upper class, not just white people. Mm-hmm. I drink them too. But like upper middle class, upper class people already have an acquired taste for sparkling water. Mm-hmm. Now this is alcohol. It's alcoholic now too. So now you're getting hydrated, which is kind of the downside to alcohol. Is like if you don't keep yourself hydrated while you drink, you can get a, a hangover mm-hmm. and get fucked up. This is killing two birds with one stone. So you're, you know, if you're, it's perfect sitting on a beach drink because mm-hmm. you're sitting there getting hydrated mm-hmm. and getting drunk, and then all of a sudden you're drunk. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about being uh, dehydrated. So, um, yes, uh, that was a great analogy, friend. Uh, white claws are the Popeye's fried chicken sandwich mm-hmm. of White World, mm-hmm. and we we drank many of the their competitor truly mm. on my vacation. Nine um, Eleven just passed, and uh, I, I feel like I haven't seen you in like two weeks. Well, we recorded really the last episode we did. I didn't even Maybe put in the description. It was kind of erratic. It was like on a weird day. And yeah. then so it's been almost two weeks, like last Thursday. All right, yeah. So, yeah, it's been like since the like that this past Thursday before then. So yeah. it's been like like 14, like 11 <laughs> days, something like that. Yeah, it's been a while, man. Um, But life's still going. Yeah. Life's still going. And I wanted to talk to you because. This story doesn't have anything to do with anything mm-hmm. political at the moment or deep. But I can make anything go deep. Uh, and so there's this story out of Memphis. And I don't know how many stories are like this. But a mother is, uh, I think she wants to sue Hot Cheetos and Takis Company because her daughter ate so many of them that mm-hmm. her gallbladder explo- exploded. Hmm. Now, that might just, you know, you might think of that as an isolated incident. But again, this goes back to the Popeye's chicken sandwich thing. Mm-hmm. And black people have used this media t- black Twitter machine to make flaming hot Cheetos are like uh, they should be on Mount Rushmore. Like yeah. they're like a legendary snack. Like next to watermelon or something. Yeah, uh, I don't want to. Don't do that, man. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to make it that, man. Like it's just it's just chips. But yeah, no. Like it's starting to come up. It's starting to jump the pack as mm-hmm. racist 
black people eat those snacks. Yeah. And black people eat them, sure. Mm. But my big issue with if kids are starting to get sick now, it brings me back to something I feel like I've talked about on this briefly, but not very deeply, is as a person who grew up in a food desert, Mm -hmm. not knowing what a food desert was until I was an adult, I really want to emphasize the importance to parents that you need to instill in your children the values of nutrition early on so that they grow up and know how to feed themselves properly. Yeah. You can't, you know, I used to grow up and you find, a, you know, three quarters under your grandmother's couch or whatever. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the store and get three bags of chips. Yep. When they used to cost 25 cents. So mm-hmm. you're eating chips and candy and sodas constantly all day long because there is no grocery store. There's no farmer's market. There's no, like, stand that sells apples by your house. There's mm-hmm. a corner store. They got donuts in there, two for 50 cents. Yep. They got four for a dollar potato. Now, I'm sure, I don't know what the kids are paying now, but when I was a kid, you could go get two glazed, like the... The long, the long glazed donuts mm-hmm. that like wrap around themselves and it's like a <laughs> foot long. Those ones, you can get one of those uh, and four bags of chips for two dollars. And that's just you eat. You're eating that, and you're gonna eat dinner, and you're gonna go to the store again, get some more snacks, get some Boston baked beans, and all kind of shit, man. Yeah. And kids don't understand that the 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 things that are instilled in them as a child is just what they're gonna be until mm-hmm. they grow up. So you're eating flaming hot Cheetos at three years old. You're, it's gonna. That's the kind of things that are gonna be comfort foods to you when you're an adult, as yeah. opposed to your mother making you a shepherd's pie or a nice macaroni and cheese. Not that these things are way better for you, but you want you want those things that make you memories and bring you uh, good um, flashbacks of your childhood and those smells. You want them to be things that you can replicate and cook for your children. You don't want to be feeding your children flaming hot Cheetos and takis and fucking you know whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. So I just want to. Again, I understand you can't c- keep an eye on your kid 24-7. If your kid wants to eat Flamin' Hot Cheetos, they're going to eat Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yeah. But eating four bags of Flamin' Hot Cheetos r- regularly is not healthy. That's it's gross. got dye in it. And, and then, yeah, honestly, and as an adult, they're nasty, yeah. man. Like, I, there's so many things. I, I was at a hospital maybe within the last six months. And I, they had Sunny Delight in the... In the uh, like the vending machine, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh man, for old times' sake, man, I love Sunny D." Mm-hmm. I bought that. That is the nastiest yeah, shit I've ever tasted <laughs> as an adult, and I would guzzle it yeah, as a gross. kid. I would guzzle it, man. It is sweet. It makes yep. your teeth hurt. It is not doesn't taste like orange. It and and we are pouring this down kids' throats, man. It's full of sugar. It's terrible for you. But you think when you're a kid, you just like. I don't know. This is what they're giving me, so it must be great. Mm-hmm. And then you get hooked on it. You don't even know you're addicted to sugar and fats and all these things that are in these potato chips. And now you're an addict, and they got you hooked for life. And you're buying four bags of chips a day, and you're a customer. Yep. All of these things, man. I know that we we venom we villainize drug dealers and all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But these big food corporations, they operate the same way drug dealers do. There's something in all these foods that gets you hooked on them, and then now you're a customer. Yep, like tobacco. Like tobacco. These e-cigarettes, man. Yep. I. I I didn't want to speak on those too regularly because I didn't want to sound ill-informed, but I have always spoken off mic, and maybe I've said something on, on mic a couple times, of, I know this is an alternative to cigarettes, but taking in that much of whatever that is into your lungs, it can't be good for you. I don't give a shit if it's not a cigarette. Mm-hmm. These people are, man, taking these big yeah. puffs and blowing dragon clap yeah. the whole room is full with whatever the fuck that is air a liquid or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck steam i don't know what the fuck it is but that's a chemical still yeah and 
that it seems like I think that's going to be a problem in the future soon. That's good. That evidence is going to come out. But what's coming out right now is kids are getting hurt because they're just doing it all day. Yeah. They get these jewels and these fucking vape boxes things. Mm -hmm. And they're every two minutes. They're taking these big rips and their lungs are collapsing. I think it's the smoke. Well, there is no smoke. I think it's just no smoke when they blow it out. It's it's liquid. It's, it's, It's water vapor. So it's not. So it's almost like you're drowning yourself. So what do you call it then? What they're blowing out? Vapor. Vapors is vapor. vapor. Yeah, oh. vapor. I think that's what the attention is. Them being able to do that. Yes, yeah, it's, 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 it's the for the coolness. Yeah. And also, they yeah. man, they got, oh, this is key lime pie. Yeah. Cinnamon it, bagels. Good, and, yeah, it smells great. I'm, I'm, yeah. It probably tastes great, too. And it's almost like, um, I talked to I talked to Sierra about this a lot, because you, you as well, we all kind of are from this generation of, when we were in high school, I can remember when pills started to become a thing. Mm-hmm. And a couple kids might take pills at a party and you're just like, oh, that's what he does and whatever. It's all fun. But then if you follow the trajectory of like, I'm 27 now. So from 17 to 27, you see the, oh, that's the party guy. To yeah. Oh, now he does heroin yeah. because you can't get the pills anymore. So now they just become full-blown heroin addicts. Now, if you're seeing this pattern starting to emerge of, Oh, kids are dying from smoking these jewels and all this type of shit. And this thing, these things are the biggest thing. All the kids have a jewels. Mm-hmm. All the kids have a jewel. That's what they call. It. I don't know anything. About it's it. the little. It's the little black one. But mm-hmm. they also have the big vape ones. Yeah. And all of it's the same thing. Okay. But it's like um, jewels are like the new Yeezys. Mm. It's like you just want to have a jewel specifically. You don't want the knockoff one. You want a jewel. Yeah. You know, you it's, jewel, it, to say yeah. you to say you have the jewel. Yeah. But you you also are smoking tobacco. It's not shoes on your feet. We're like, oh, I got the shoes now. I put them on your feet. Now you're putting chemicals and yeah. toxins in your body. That's the new trend now for these 16, 15, 17 year old kids. Mm-hmm. And if there's a like if you, you don't want to be. You don't want to not do something now and then five years from now it's like, oh, a bunch of kids are just, they're just dropping left and right or they have some kind of weird new cancer. Yeah. So I understand, you know, uh, being preemptive about it, but for it to be a whole big deal for because of six kids, I don't know if I agree with necessarily, but I don't, I don't like that, um, the, the regularness, like the, 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 how often these kids are smoking these things. Mm. I'm sure like most high school kids have these like in their locker in some form or facet. That's probably how there used to be a smokers. Remember they were, like we were in high school it was like a smokers hill or something where all the smokers yeah. smoke cigarettes. Mm. That's like all the kids are doing that with jewels. But it's not just the juggalos or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you, you could tell the kids that smoked cigarettes when we were in high school. They had like chain pants on or mm-hmm. they were like the plaid pants with the suspenders that just hang off the back and mm-hmm. they're on a hill or something. Now all the kids smoke jewels. The nerds, the football kids, the art kids, all of everybody just look cool. Just, you just hit a jewel. Yeah. And I just it's 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 out of hand, man. Yeah. I thought we almost stopped uh are you doing tricks with it? Like blowing old circle rings? Yeah, they're doing like that type of shit, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all a part of it. It's subcultures, it's vape championships and all types of shit, man. To be there's like people there's a kid right now who if he knows if he vapes, he knows like, oh shit, that's uh Skip Rogers. He's the vape champion of Wisconsin. Mm. He blew a heart and then shot an arrow through it with smoke as well. It's a whole channel. Yeah, a whole group of subculture shit we don't even know about. Don't yeah. give a fuck about that these kids are like, oh, that kid is, yeah. that kid's the shit. It's the real deal. Same thing with fucking, uh, what's that game, Fortnite? It's all yeah. types of, people are saying real life in real life using words that they use on there in yeah. real life. and Same for 2K. 
It's a Save whole for everything. Yeah. It's 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 wow. But I'm more fine with all those things than using than it being about nicotine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And being, it being bad for your health. And it being bad for your health. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just I don't want thirteen year old kids shouldn't be smoking anything. You know, but you know, it's America, you do what you want. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was my rant on jewels and all that type of shit. Yeah, uh, man. I mean, was that a... Uh... Well, it was a lot. It was a lot in the news of, you know, the president holds a press conference yeah. and that becomes news, you know. So for, it? for it to be about six people, though, when people are being mowed down by assault rifles and, you know, his big thing was like, we got to do something about these uh, e-cigarettes, man. Kids are dying. Yeah. It's like, well, kids are dying from assault weapons. And, mm-hmm. you know, and the parallel of that is like, well, you know, the jewel doesn't smoke itself, mm-hmm. you know. So it's 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 almost like you can make the, the same argument that people are using to not ban guns. Mm-hmm. You can use the same thing for the e-cigarettes. And it it, it sounds just as foolish to me. Yeah. yeah. You know, which I think, again, I don't think kids should be smoking these things as well. Mm-hmm. But for it to be a presidential decree, ban the, you know, it's like, all right, man, it's just... There's other things going on in the world, like a hurricane just hit a whole 50,000 people in the country and mm-hmm. we are not allowing them to come in, yeah. you know, because there's gangs, whatever. It's just, don't get me started on that. Yeah, man, that's uh, Alvin's therapeutic hour. Yeah. That's the I, it's my, now, at the top, I just go full, like, <laughs> I just go stream of consciousness, like, what yeah. is bothering me? <laughs> yeah, just I know. Let it, just let it all out, you know. That's why I'm here, man. Yeah, just let it stream, yeah. you know. I just, I just gotta, I just gotta let it go. But that's, that's all I got. That's all I got. I don't really know anything else to happen this week. Like I said, I just got back from a vacation, so I wasn't really up on the news took like a break? that. Yeah, I took Need a little it. break. I just needed to decompress yeah. and not fill my... You know, obviously, some stuff gets through. You yeah, know, like the right. e-cigarette. It's so much. You get so, <laughs> you get so inundated. It's just shit always yeah. constantly happening. So I caught some things, but for the most part, I don't really know what happened this week, and I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'll be back next week and be more topical and know what's going on. Um, but that's all I got as far as that. Um, I don't think I really brought people down that much with that. No. But let's mm-hmm. go. Let's where we're at right now. Let's go up yeah. higher. Let's get to these good vibes and get these energies up. That's right, folks. It's time for another segment of Good Vibes to get you some energy, some positivity to enter your soul and just feel those vibrations enter you and just take you to that next level of consciousness. Fran, you got something for me? You want me to go first? How you want to do it? I'll go first. Okay. My Good Vibe this week is about a Virginia Beach woman throws a huge baby baby showers for single moms. Ooh. So when you step into Lorraine's Cellars, beautiful Virginia Beach home, you don't get far before you notice lots of baby stuff. Toys, walkers, cribs, high chairs, all for good reason. A few years ago, Lorraine started holding baby showers for single moms. She said, I was single I was a single mom when I was twenty three and I felt like I wanted to give I felt like I wanted to give back to other single moms. Lorraine got a college degree while pregnant with her first child, and now she has five grown children. She now feels it's it's all her calling to help single moms in the Hampton and Hampton Roads by holding showers on a peninsula and the south side. The best way I thought to do that was to help them because I understood how they felt being alone and feeling like and feeling like nobody loved them. Now there are moms out there who are feeling the love and support. So I, I heard this story and I was uh, on my way to work on the radio, and I thought it was pretty cool that um that yeah, she man, throws that's... these 
baby showers for these singles moms that you know that don't have a lot of help. It's just them right. and their child, and they got all these obstacles they got to go through as being a single mom. And I, I bet mean, it's tough. To enjoy I don't. The yeah, pregnancy, I really. bet it's tough. I don't. I can't say I understand because for I don't, sure. So but you can empathize. Yeah, for sure. So I thought that was. Yeah, that I could only. Cool. I, I mean, the even still, like you know. I wouldn't say my dad was like a hundred percent deadbeat, but as far as like a regular there, I would say no. And I really just the concept of being able to do that to your kid is just something I never will really understand. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you know you cho- you choose you choose who you you know. I guess sometimes you know it's, you know accidents happen, but yeah. you know who you have a child with is like something that should be way more of a con- like would take more consideration into it. You know, because yeah. A person being able to... That means you just didn't know that person at all. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that no single mother, you know, laid with whoever they, you know, were impregnated by and was like, this person seems really untrustworthy and, like, they'll just abandon me in a very crucial situation. Mm-hmm. So that is such a character reveal that I don't even understand the concept of wanting to get back with that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't even understand the concept of... They just showed you how dark and... and, and uh unloving they could be mm-hmm. by abandoning you mm-hmm. when you are carrying their seed yeah so i wouldn't even i don't even i wouldn't even understand being able to go and take that person seriously after something like that i don't even understand how i mean i don't know the percentage of this happens to women you know as far as those having babies and they're with you know the couple are together but yeah women Right, right, right Abandon the most them. Yeah. oh the woman leaves uh, women leaves oh but yeah that's probably as, even harder yeah, yeah but yeah. I, i'm for a guy to be like, this was a mistake. Yeah, and yeah. Just, and just dip. Don't even like <laughs> check in or something. Yeah, like yeah. nothing. You just forget. I didn't even. That's wild to me. That is wild. It is. It is something that again, just like nutrition, just like anything, mm-hmm. self self reliance. We need to do something with this next generation. We need to let them know that. Listen, I'm off. I want people to have sex be free live Mm -hmm. life have a good time but understand that getting pregnant is a big deal and you should you shouldn't just be like especially for men i feel like the lesson is more for men because Mm -hmm. women can do what they want with their bodies Mm -hmm. and if you this is on the Chappelle show uh the Chappelle uh uh comedy special which is very controversial but I, this was a funny little anecdote that he had about he's he's you know women's choice or whatever you know mm-hmm. but if a man doesn't want to have the kid you know he should be able to dip off I fully disagree with that yeah. however it is kind of out of your hands if they if they decide they want to have the child yeah. don't punish that child by them being like well hey I'm moving to Montana or mm-hmm. something like that you just never seeing your child you know what I mean it's, it's still something you created mm-hmm. even if you it was no feelings for the woman or whatever it is. That's still your seed, man. Yeah. Like that, you can't just you can't put the, because now you what you're doing is you're you're highly risking creating a toxic human being mm-hmm. because they're going to have questions that they're not going to be able to get answers to. They're going to resent you know uh, anybody who's not their dad in, in a lot of cases, and that's not good. And that's on you. Mm-hmm. That's on whatever your product of your you know you creating that life is. If you're not there to nurture it, even if that let's see. Let's say Jeffrey Dahmer had two parents and and, and whatever, and, and he still ended up a serial killer. Mm. Then, hey, bad apple, I guess. Yeah. You know, there's nothing you can do about it. But if you're not there and your child turns into a woman beater or whatever, mm. you have to 
take full responsibility because you weren't even there to even try to prevent that. Right. So I think that's just nuts. And I'm, I feel bad that this woman has to, you know, there's, there's such a market for single mom yeah. bridal shower, um, baby showers, but I'm glad that she's doing it because, yeah. um, I feel like a pregnancy, that time should be like a special time. You should be enjoying the, even if the, I mean, I'm the, I'll never go through it, but you should be in awe of the wonders of your body and what they're doing and being connected to your child. You shouldn't be like, I don't have diaper money. I don't have this. I can't do that. How am I going? Who's going to take me to the hospital? These are sh- these are things that you shouldn't be stressed about. Mm. I, I, that should be the least of your concerns. So to give these women a woman a, women a day where they can just be a woman carrying a child and wear a pink dress or whatever color dress and you know pop balloons and play little games and all this type of stuff and just really enjoy motherhood yeah you know i think that's super special um but people gotta do better uh and stop abandoning these kids man that's not cool um my good vibe segment is a little different but it is about the woman who brought wonderment and magic into my childhood jk rowling the author of the Harry Potter books, mm-hmm. and then were uh, I don't I don't read books, so they were adapted into film, and the Harry Potter films are from that. That is what I know from. I don't read books. Um, so uh, J.K. Rowling is known worldwide as the author of the beloved Harry Potter book series, but now she is making headlines for donating a magical amount of money towards multiple sclerosis research. This week, the Scottish philanthropist donated 15.3 million million euros, which is $18 million, Mm. to the University of Edinburgh so they can build on the success of their Anne Rowling Regenerative Neurology Clinic. Anne Rowling is her mother. So she made the donation in honor of her mother. Yeah. The clinic was built in 2010 thanks to another hefty donation from Rowling uh, after she was named, after the author's mother, Anne Rowling, died from MS at the age of 45. Ooh, mm. that's very early. Yeah. Her mom was 40. F- How old is J.K. Rowling? You know what? That doesn't mean it happened in 2010. I don't know much about J.K. Rowling's personal, but that threw me off because the clinic was built in 2010. Oh, okay. Her mother died at 45. Her mother probably was 45 yeah. in like 1983 yeah. or something. So, yeah. Um, was it what the hell? Yeah. When, when Anne Rowling, I was like, I was like, is JK, isn't J.K. Rowling like 45? That was real. That really threw me. I was like, what? When Ann Rowling's, when when the Ann Rowling Clinic was first founded, none of us could have uh, predicted the incredible progress that would that would be made in the field of, of regenerative neurology with the clinic leading the charge, said Rowling. She also said, I'm delighted to now support the Ann Rowling regenerative, regenerative neurology clinic into a fa- into a new phase of discovery and achievement as it realizes its ambition to create a legacy better of better outcomes of for generations of people with MS and non-MS neurodegenerative diseases. Mm. In addition to financing the construction of the facilities pertaining to the clinic, the donation will also help fund research on neurodegenerative treatments and cures as well as how healthcare workers can improve the lives of patients suffering from similarly debilitating diseases. So um, I just thought that was a really special story. You know, you hear all these. I like to see that the money is going to the right places and stuff is coming from them. Because mm-hmm. you, you I remember when the ASL, I, that turned into a whole thing, the Ice Bucket Challenge. The people were just 
forgot the message of that pretty immediately when yeah. it became a, that was a big failure. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming they made a they I'm assuming they collected a lot of donations in for that reason. But by like week two of that, it was just like <laughs> I'm dumping ice on you. Yeah. I challenged Sarah, Matt, Steve, and Kevin, and it, it just they didn't say anything about ASL or you know any you know it's like uh I mean ALS. And or any of that shit, it just became the ice bucket challenge. Yeah, really quickly. I yeah. remember the first couple. It was like to bring awareness, and then it just became a, a viral thing that mm-hmm. had nothing to do with the original thing. And you see these, you know, all kind of don't you know uh, people sparking movements to donate to cancer research and you know HIV research and all these things. And I just like to see somebody taking their money, put it into somewhere, and then you find out, oh, they're making strides. Like yeah. stuff is being done. Alzheimer's, all those things. So shout out to J.K. Rowling, who is stupid rich mm-hmm. i mean oh my god she's so rich that i'm pretty sure daniel radcliffe is worth like a quarter of a billion dollars and she made the thing that made him that money yeah so she's probably worth a couple billion i don't know off the top of my head but she's probably worth like maybe close to two billion dollars mm-hmm. i had to guess off of books which is wild <laughs> but shout out to jk rowling shout out to ann rowling her mom and for her continuing her legacy by you know making a donation to um, and and building a whole facility, you know, in honor of the disease that took her mother away. I think that's mm-hmm. like that's that's also kind of like a flex. Like, okay, well, this disease took my mom away. I'm going to cure it. Yeah, I'm going to end the disease. So that's pretty tight. Um, in other news, what a difference a year makes, Fran. Um, in just a year, I got that growth removed from my back. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, I started skateboarding again, and I am. This is crazy to say. I think I'm a Post Malone fan now. Mm. Yeah, I, I I I say that with hesitance because mm. I, I I used to shit on Post Malone pretty hard because I uh, I think that he looks like a uh, a culture vulture. And when he first came out, he had like the grill and he had braids mm. and white Iverson. I was like, this dude is really he's he's profiting off of trying to. He was a wigger, like mm. he was. Look at me, y'all. Ah, and I thought that I thought I was like that won't work. And then he just kept making hits. And I yeah. kept had to be like, I don't even like that song. Mm-hmm. Rockstar. I don't like that song. This album that he just put out. I haven't heard it. <sighs> Fran. <laughs> it, it's, it's a great project, man. Uh, it's a great project. And he still looks like an asshole. Mm-hmm. He still looks the same way that he looks and all these things. And I still think there's some problematic things about, you know, his stance on hip hop and some of those kind of things. But look, check this out. This album, fire. Mm. Okay. Hollywood's bleeding. Amazing album. I'm going to play what would have been the song of the summer for me if this album had come out three months ago. Hmm. This is I'm Gonna Be by Post Malone. And if you guys feel how I feel about Post Malone, listen to the album and it probably will change your mind. Because a year ago I was saying the same things that some of you might be saying right now. This is I'm Gonna Be. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some fucked up shit. So stick around. Pop the top, fill my cup up. Keep them pouring till I'm fucked up, oh yeah Diamond Simon with my shirt tucked, yeah Mink was 80k, that's fucked up, oh yeah hey. I rock that shit but not for long Then I go cop another one Some people think I'm living wrong We live this life but not for long So I'm gonna be what I want when I want when I want, yeah. I'm gonna do what I want when I want when I want, yeah. I'm going hard till I'm gone, till I'm gone, till I'm gone. 
All right, and we are back, Fran. It is my turn to go first this week. Um, I got my story from all that is inter- all that is interesting dot com, mm-hmm. and the source and the writer was Marco Margaritoff. Mm. And this is just a this is a catfish murder that happened uh, this year, mm-hmm. actually like two months ago, and it was a pretty crazy story. So I wanted to talk about that. So, eighteen <clears throat> year old Denali Brimmer thought she had found an easy path to riches when she met a multimillionaire named Tyler mm. online. <clears throat> what she didn't know was that Tyler was in ch- into child porn, mm. not rich, and his actual name was Darren. So the complete opposite of who she thought he was. Everything. <laughs> fully, fully. Just a catfish. Yeah. Everything. A lie. Why did people... It's 2019 and you still believe people... Are, Ask for a Skype. That should be the first thing if you're like, I'm interested in this person. I think they're cute from their profile picture. Let's video chat. That should be the first thing you do. Yeah. Also, that is too easy. That's what? too that's too of a of a handoff for you to go, I met this person online. He's yeah, rich. he's he's rich. That's too, too he's easy. He's a millionaire no. and he likes me. No. Not that not that people aren't worthy of being liked, but you should always just question the millionaire. Per- yeah. You think millionaires are like just, you know, Looking for girls from Alaska that yeah. you know, like just in the middle of nowhere, and and you you know if you know if a millionaire will be interested in you exactly, you know if a millionaire just comes out of the blues like hey hello uh no Avi hello mm-hmm. uh I want to come and take you away from Saskatchewan please uh I just need you to send me some money and then I'll send you some money yeah. it's like come on like, come on man you know mm. I'm just saying I, you know <laughs> jeez it's just it's just how are people still being catfish? If another uh-huh. season of Catfish comes out, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> it's like the show should be it, the show should the end of the show should have been like, well, people. I mean, the show's been on. People figured it out, yeah. so people don't get catfished anymore. Nope, people still plenty of people still getting catfished. <laughs> there was a girl that thought she was dating Bow Wow. Wow, come on, you you live in Delaware. <laughs> like, what? Oh. anyway. Masquerading as a multimillionaire on the internet might seem like an innocuous, misguiding strategy uh, to impress uh, potential love interests, but for two teenage girls in Alaska, it proved to be far more sinister when 21-year-old Indiana resident Darren Schillmiller catfished one of them to murder the other. Mm. Under the alias Tyler, and using a fake profile photo, Darren convinced Alaskan teenager Denali Brimmer to murder her best friend with the promise of $9 million. Mm. Now, Fran, we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Nine M's is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If somebody came and put the money on the table, mm-hmm. I'll think about it mm-hmm. for half a second. Mm-hmm. But just a message on Facebook, no proof that this per- that this is even kind of thing, and to just go do it, that's nuts. Yeah, but I wouldn't kill you, man. Mm. I love okay, you. Well, got, I love you. Got kids, man. I wouldn't do that to you. Okay, it's good. But thing. for half a second, mm. you think about it. Yeah, you know. I understand. And then if the if we're playing the hypothetical game, where it's like the devil, and he's like, you just got to go kill him, and then I'll get rid of the body. No one ever know it was you, and then you just get down down. Like, mm. oh, now I really got to go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Now I don't got to worry about the disposal part. Now yeah. I'm just. It's just a, it's just a, it's just a, a more a morale question. Like, would would you do this from nine million? You'll never get caught. Mm. Mm. I'll, I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, Sorry. it's a wrap for me, yeah. huh? 
Damn. That'd be it. Cool. Okay. Man, hey, man, look, last episode, you wouldn't give me a million dollars. I wouldn't give you a million dollars <laughs> of the money that I would. You want a million dollars off the strength of the friendship? I'm not going down that road with you again, man, because that's toxic. And this is just as toxic because I just said I wouldn't kill you. You're like, nah, I'm going to kill you because you didn't give me a you million said dollars. That, you said that under ex- the exception that I got kids. <laughs> other, other things as well, man. Uh, you know, other reasons, not just the kids. I'm yeah, just, but you said if the devil came, you didn't. that was before you said that. Well, the devil's not going to come, man. That's, that's okay, just, hypothetical, though, but still. You know. Would you? I, you know, I think you would. Uh, I think you would. I don't blame you. Nine M's. You ain't got you one know, life to live, man. I don't blame you. you. Know. <laughs> just come visit me every once in a while. What, the grave? Yeah. Oh, that's morbid, man. Now <laughs> come make it rain Just come talk you. about it. Yeah. yeah, you know, yo, balling, man. We just came back from St. <laughs> Lucia, man. It was crazy. You know, we have jet skis. <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrible. Thanks for letting me kill you, man. I appreciate it. I'm living a great life right now. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, on June 14th of this year, uh, a grand jury indicted six people in the killing of 19-year-old Cynthia Huffman, who was, uh, I don't I don't want to say this the wrong way, but she was developmentally disabled. So mm-hmm. she was 19, but she was kind of, she tested at like a 12 years old. She was a little slower. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the, that I, I didn't mean it to, in a toxic way. So I said it. If that's not the right way to say it, somebody let me know. But mm-hmm. she was stunted in a way. So mm-hmm. she was 19, but she kind of had the brain of like a 12-year-old. Okay. But this girl who did this, Denali, was a, like her best friend. Mm-hmm. But that 9M uh, DM comes and, you know, she can, get, she can change up, I guess. Um, so police said Bremer, rec- Bremer recruited four others to help her murder Hoffman. So she got the squad together. like, look, we'll break down this nine. You know, I'm going to get the brunt of it. I'm going to get four. And then y'all split up the other five between the four of y'all. Who's the proof, though? None. There's, they're all fucking teenage idiots. Wow. Um. So, yeah. So, she recruited uh, four other people and was like, let's get this popping. Uh, 16-year-old Caden McIntosh invited Hoffman on a, a hike, which soon went off the path. Hoffman was subsequently duct taped before being shot in the head by, Mc, by McIntosh and dumped into a nearby river. Mm. The victim was described in charging documents as Bremer's best friend. Her body was found in a creek on June 4th. It's her best friend. Quote, unquote. People throw it around a lot these days, man. That's one of the biggest, that's one of the worst things like Twitter and the internet did to to this generation. And when I say this, I mean like kids now. Mm. It's weird that we're we're not that. Yeah. but, But it's true. Is everybody's fam and yeah. my bro and my A1 since day one. And they won't do anything for the, these people. These kids are not holding water for anybody. They are not taking charges for anybody. And I, if if I call you my brother, then that means if the police take us, then we we just going to have to eat this charge together. We're, I'm not going to. And that, none of that is true these days. Yeah. That, is, that is all. I'm not just. Nobody. Everybody's not my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not just. You know, that's not just something you throw around, you know, it's like closer than family. I see people's Instagram captions about people they met six months ago. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. No. I can, hear, I, can, I can tell people right now, like, no, nah, I, won't, I won't be. Yeah, no. Any charges for you. Yo, look, um, hot right now. Can I leave this gun at you? Excuse me? <laughs> Get off my porch right now before I call the police on you. Don't, <laughs> yeah. ever, don't ever contact me again. Are you crazy? Wow. Um... So as if the gruesome tale of teens being easily convinced to kill wasn't heinous enough... A child porn case has sprung from the investigation as well. Not only did Tyler solicit Brimmer, who, by the way, is filed on his phone as Babe. Wow. Um, so he, he um, got her to kill her friend and film the act. 
but he also persuaded her to take sexually explicit images of eight and nine year olds. He told her to do that. Yes. And at what point are you like, this dude's a millionaire, but I haven't seen any money and he wants me to like beat up kids and take naked photos of children and kill my friend. Maybe something about this is funny. He must have really been convincing about having $9 million to just blow. Because that's crazy. The killing is already one thing. I'm not taking naked photos of children. Yeah. That's that is a wild ask. That should immediately be a red that there should have been so many it red flags. It shouldn't even have got there. Yeah, it should have been so many red for that to be, even have be the red flag point is crazy, but the red flag should have already been thrown up. This should have been like I'm throwing yeah. my computer away. I don't want people <laughs> to know that I talked to this person. Right. But she did it. He instructed her to assault a child and send him videos of the deed. He also told her to assault a fifteen year old. The footage was discovered when detectives subpoenaed Verizon for Shill Miller's cell phone account. Everything is on the internet also, by the way. I don't know why people think, well, I got this special folder in my phone and it's uh, encrypted or whatever. Man, if they want it, they can get it, man. Yeah. Unless you're like a, I mean like, if you're maybe like a hacker or something like that. But I mean, if you bought, if you downloaded some kind of app from the app store, that's like, this makes this, this makes my, uh folder with all these uh, nudie photos and it looks like a a bank of america app it's like it's still in your like they're gonna get it if they want it man so you're not everything's out there you know they just need one fucking uh subpoena and they can get whatever they need yeah so they subpoena verizon for his uh, phone records uh and schiller bremen bremer and mcintosh schiller bremen bremer mcintosh 19-year-old Caleb Leland and two minors were charged with murder in the first degree, conspiracy to commit murder in the... Oh, and murder in the first degree, conspiracy to commit murder in the first degree, and two counts of murder in the second degree. So, Mm. yeah, they... uh, Those are heavy charges to to be looking at 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 18, 19 years old. Brimmer and Schillmiller, meanwhile, received an additional, additional charges of solicitation to commit murder in the first degree. Brimmer was indicted on one count and McIntosh on four counts of tampering with physical evidence. Because mm. um, they like threw the body away, threw whatever, the gun away, but it all got found. Mm. Um, so the trial is still ongoing. Um, the only update I could find was that as of August, Shill Miller, who was the mastermind of all this, he was in Indiana and these girls were in Alaska. So he was 4,000 miles away and, and did this tore this town apart he uh entered a, entered a plea of not guilty in august but the case is still ongoing um so he he hasn't been charged yet he's been charged he oh. hasn't been convicted oh okay he's been charged with all those things all of them have been charged there's been no convictions yet though nobody has been to a trial and has been convicted by a grand jury uh it seems like a pretty open and shut case i don't know how the internet rules work that's the crazy thing it's like this guy, there's a million of these guys on the internet, mm, yeah. you know, asking people to, the dark web is a real thing, man. There's people on there sharing videos of people getting murdered and selling children. The dark web is a really scary fucking place. And I really hope that, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to say this cause the government, I'm not like a big fan of government interference, but there needs to be some kind of regulations put on the internet, man. 13 year old kids should not be unsupervised. 
scouring the internet. Computers mm-hmm. aren't like they were in 1997. We're not just going on there to play the pinball game or solitaire or something like mm-hmm. that. You can go into some really crazy, weird, dark rabbit holes yeah. on the internet. And if you're 13 to 18, you could end up in a world of crazy, crazy shit. And there's nothing anybody can do about it because it's like the Wild West. Yeah. It's, it's crazy people on the internet. They can get you... They can get into your fucking Apple screen, watch you while you sleep. Yeah. It's all kind of crazy. I don't keep any, no uh, camera uh, thing with the cameras in my house while I'm asleep. Like, while I'm, like, you know, my laptop is not, like, open, pointed towards my bed. <laughs> my phone is face down while I'm asleep, even though there's a camera on the front. But, you know, still, mm. like, I don't trust any of that. I don't have the Xbox. You know, the Xbox has the Connect thing. Yeah. I don't even have that hooked up. I saw a video of somebody hacked into that. Yeah. And it's just like they can see you. Talk, they can hear what you're talking about. See, see kids and stuff. Yeah, yeah man, it's, it's just wild. it's just crazy. And the internet is a wild place, the wild wild west. Um, but yeah, that was, that was my um, little short affirmative murder this week. Um, so uh, if you don't have any questions about the internet or anything like that, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can answer them. But I don't, no. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, it's Frank's turn to tell you some fucked up shit. So stick around. All right, and we are back, folks. Uh, we are about five episodes away from episode 100. Uh, and like I said, I think I said it only maybe once or twice spread out. Uh, if anybody would like to send in uh, audio, you know, of you know their fir- their favorite moments or favorite episode or whatever, I can we can do like a kind of a sit and look back fondly on 100 episodes. Um, the email address is affirmativemurder at gmail.com. And again, depending on how many submissions we get, it either is not going to happen, we're just going to have a regular episode, or, you know, we'll do a nice little fun, you know, looking back on craziest cases and crazy rants and funny things or whatever. So, you know, again, affirmativemurder at gmail.com if you have something you want to send in. And that's all I got. I'm going to pass it over to Fran, and, you know, the mic is yours. So my affirmative murder this week is about the murder of Amy Alwyn. Mm. Um, I got the story from YouTube video oh. from, uh, it's called Web of Lies. Mm. Now, so you just done your story. Uh-huh. So what you was talking about, your story was kind of in my story. Oh. So, you know, this has been happening a lot. So, I mean, are you, like, spying on me or something? Or? Uh, what part of your house uh, did you do the story in? My living room. Oh, that's not where the camera is. Um, no, no, no. Uh, okay. What hmm. What is the story about? What part is it? Is it? Just wait till I get there. I'm oh, okay. the story. You can wait till, okay. you know. Now, if you do it, did it in the bathroom... Wow. That'd be a okay. different story. Continue. What? All right. Well. So this is the murder of Amy Alwyn. So the video starts off. I like how when I watch these videos, they got these narrators and they got like the deep voice. Yeah. And they come on like, yeah. he says, how many lies do any of us live with? Mm. What fiction, what, wait a second, what fiction do we offer to the world? Mm. The secrets we might keep from a, from a spouse, the myth of our own self-deception. Mm, that's just a deep way of saying people only show you as much as they want to show yeah. you. Mm. I was like, damn. Mm, that's about deep. To get real that's deep. poetic. Yeah, mm. yeah. So a 911 call came from the Alwyn family of Amy and Stephen Alwyn a few weeks before Thanksgiving. Stephen told the 911 operator that Amy committed suicide. Mm. From all accounts, Amy and Stephen were more, were more but happily married. They was happily in love. College sweethearts. The love, they love and adopted an eight-year-old son. Mm. Stephen and Amy was a leader in the in their church, and Stephen was a deacon and the church elder. 
Oh, church folks. Yeah. When the police arrived to the Owen home, they found Amy. Dead in the bathroom with a gunshot wound to her head. Mm. A 9mm handgun was laid next to her body. Laid next to it? Yeah. Mm. Stephen told police Amy wasn't feeling well when she woke up that morning and he was down in the basement working in his office. After lunch, Stephen called his father-in-law to take the couple's son while he took Amy to the doctor. But then Amy started feeling better. Around 5 o'clock, Stephen picked up his son from his in-laws, got some gas, made another stop, and then returned home. And when the young boy walked into the house first, he saw his mother lying on the floor. Mm, damn. Yep. Through the 911 call, you can hear the boy ask an unforeseen question. Are you going to remarry? And the, the father... Yep. Oh, yep. this is not sounding yeah. good. And the father laughed it off. Like he laughed it off while he was on the phone it, with the police he, about this. Yeah, he what? was like, he was like, it was like <laughs> no, one of son. Yeah, it was Not like this soon. Yep, one of those little settled laughs, but it was like one of those last words. Like I didn't expect him to ask me that. Yeah, right. I'm on the phone with a nine one one operator. Yeah. So he laughed it off. Was like nobody. And the tone oh of his voice God. sounded nervous, shocked, and that his son even asked him while his mother is dead and while he's on the phone with nine one one. Wow. Yep. That that shouldn't be a question that a yeah. child asks at all. Yeah. Wow, that is that is. I want to hear that 911 phone call. <laughs> I just want to hear how terrified that laugh was. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, that's exactly how it went. Yep. No, buddy. Yep. <laughs> no, your mom's dead. <laughs> no, I would never. So detectives thought the call was super odd, and that the son and why the son would ask that. Yeah. Other other clues detectives saw made it super suspicious. The gun was found on the left side of her body when that's she was right-handed. The, the first thing they're gonna do. That's why I was all. Oh, they're gonna just reanalyze the crime scene, man. The gun should be in her hand, yeah. at least on the side of the the, the temple, uh, the scorch marks on the. Oh. Yep. So tell me, okay, so it was the gun was on her left side, placed, and she's right-handed. And the gun, the the entry was. Does it say that? No, it doesn't say that. Oh. It just said that the gun was on her left, her left side, side, but she she's right-handed. right-handed. She yeah. wouldn't shoot herself with her left hand. Yeah. Oh. The Amy body was probably, and it says Amy's body probably had been moved post-mortem. Mm. Blood spatter in the hallway, and ultraviolet light revealed blood footprints. Like Ooh. Yep. Ooh. Someone tried to clean up the. Tr- someone tried to clean up what detectives now consider a crime scene. Mm. Yep. When Stephen came in for an interview, his demeanor was only was oddly flat. He showed no emotion. Stephen also showed it was his attorney. Mm. And he said that was unusual for him to show up. Yeah, for immediately an for sure. Was an attorney. Yeah. yeah, what I learned, and you know, obviously, just just hypothetical, mm-hmm. just you know, you know, just to be clear, uh, from the movie Shooter, Mark okay. Wahlberg. Yeah, I like that movie. Uh, Michael Pena. Um, they like drugged Michael Pena mm-hmm. or knocked him out in some kind of way. He wakes up with like a contraption. Yeah. On his shoulder, where the gun is in his hand. In his hand mm-hmm. and like duct tape to his hand yeah. and up against his head and then they pull the string or something and then he then he kills himself. Mm-hmm. That's how you want to if you want to try to get away with the committed suicide line. <laughs> you need to you need to drug the person and then manipulate their body into the situation yeah. that they are in so that they are alive when they die. Yeah. But if you just kill them here and then drag them, there's blood everywhere. And you then make up a story. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not, not gonna, gonna work. work, man. They need to actually physically look like they did it yeah immediately as soon as you say the gun's placed on the ground it's like well the gun why isn't the gun in their hand yeah. try to clean up no 
You already oh, fucked ter- up. Yeah, you immediately <laughs> fucked up. Then yeah. your kids are asking you questions, you're laughing on the phone. This yeah. was, the, he had no chance. <laughs> so Steven made a confession that months earlier he had an affair with a lady from Ashley Madison website. Ooh, that place got shut down like, hard. Oh, yeah. People got put on blast and all kinds yeah, of shit. Yeah, like, um, I have, um, I can do um, a nice meet meetup for 650 roses. Yeah, didn't it get hacked? Like, people's credit card information yeah, got put got, out? Yeah, people got exposed. You know, uh, it's, it's a, it is a web, it, it was, it's probably, yeah. it's in some other form now, but it was a website for married men to have affairs with women. That's yeah. the whole premise of the website. Yeah. And, yeah, so a bunch of people got exposed and, you know, the, yeah, all their information got leaked and all that type of shit. Yep. Yeah, so um, he had an affair with a lady from Ashley Madison website, and it was at least two other women. So he mm. probably had like three mistresses. Mm. So the detect- detectives also spent hours listening to Stephen's sermon. It was a three-part series oh, on salvation. He's a church man, oh, they're so skeevy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so a three-part series on salvation, and he said, in theory, you could walk up behind somebody and shoot them in the head, and God will forgive you. Mm. So far, so far, it seems like. It clearly wasn't a suicide, but a cold killing that took pl- that took months to plan. If that's the plan that took him months to come up with, <laughs> it's a terrible plan. Well, it was, it's, it's way more than that. I forgot about the church aspect, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So detectives found out that five months earlier in June of 2016, the FBI contacted the, the Orleans <clears throat> and their local police department that they had received a murder-for-hire inquiry and had been located... On the what? Ashley Madison? On the dark web. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. A part okay. of the internet that is all but untraceable. I was like, Ashley Madison? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, those girls out here getting hits out on people? <laughs> part of the internet that is all Imagine but untraceable. Imagine getting killed by like a girl in a, a, a trench coat with no clothes on uh, underneath. You just like show up. Bow! <laughs> shoot you in the fucking face. She's got a lipstick on and shit. That would be crazy. He said, he said Ashley Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Madison hit, hit women. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and that Amy was the intended target. So they called them and let them know, like, hey, we got a hitman here. And your wife was, or you are the target of this, you know, this hitman inquiry. He's probably like, the devil, the devil's after my wife. I don't even know where this is coming from. Right. And they tried to call, I want my money back. Yeah. (laughs) So the site was called Bessa Mafia. It has a website? Yep, Bessa Mafia. You can probably only get to it if you know the dark web uh, shit. Yeah. Bessa, just a dot com? That's crazy. Yeah, Bessa Mafia claims to be run by um, Albanian gangsters Mm. contracting to professional hitmen around the world. Albania's a wild place. So someone recently hacked the site and exposed their private email, including an email chain from somebody in Minnesota by the name Dog Day God. God. Yep, Dog Mm. Day God. Mm. He wrote, I am I am looking to hire you for a hit, but what is the recommended way to convert cash into Bitcoin anonymously? Mm, this is super dark way. Yeah. <laughs> he also writes, this bitch tore my family apart by sleeping with my husband, who then left me, and is stealing clients from my business. Oh, damn. <laughs> this is dark, man. See, this is the type of shit like I don't want to know about, but then I kind of do want to know yeah. about. People are out here getting people hit on the internet, man. Yeah. Something I know sometimes it's a sting operation mm-hmm. or whatever, but sometimes motherfuckers get, get murdered. I'll probably wager more often than not. That's why my favorite line on To Catch a Predator, because I still watch that often to the day the reruns, is mm-hmm. every, statistically they're lying. Every person that's ever been caught on To Catch a Predator says, this is the first time I've ever done this <laughs> ever. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Not to laugh about it, but like 
those ki- those guys, one of those guys molested another kid, like yeah. an actual, like they went to the house and there was no Chris Hansen mm. and they just molested a kid. Well, but it's all funny of them because, like, yeah. it's my first time. But it's funny because they get caught and it's like, I don't even know what, how do I back out of this? Yeah, there's no way to like, <laughs> like, why do you have condoms in your pocket? Yeah. Why, why, does, why do you have alcohol? Right. Well, you know, I just was here to tell them, don't, don't yeah. do this like, to, with people. <laughs> but go, go ahead and put your hands behind your back. <laughs> right. So, Dog Day God <clears throat> sent dozens of emails and sends $13,000 in mm. anonymous Bitcoin to Bessa Mafia, asking them to kill Amy when she travels out of town to Mo- what is it? Molin, Illinois, oh. in March to make it look like an accident. But the plan fell through. Damn. Yep. So, he's just like, I'll do this myself. <laughs> Another plan was to kill her at home during spring break when her husband and son was away. And burned down the ho- and burned the house down. God, but damn. that plan fell through as well. He probably was like, and then I'll get some insurance money from that as well. See, oh, it sounds like all the plans, <laughs> all the plans sound interesting, yeah. but they all didn't work, and so he had to do some dumbass shit itself. Yeah. So the level of detail is what stood out to detectives, and that and that whoever this person was knew Amy's every move. Somebody that was super close to her. Yeah. But how close? Could Amy Owen possibly be having an affair as well? Oh, so they're putting all this together because the email chain has all the failed attempts or the suggestions, mm-hmm. and then Amy died as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah, so could Amy Owen possibly be having, could possibly be having an affair as well? Mm. And what is the secret Stephen has yet to reveal? Who could possibly want to kill Amy Owen, the mild-mannered, de- de- devoutly religious person? So Eileen Ornsby, who is an Australian journalist who writ who wrote who written two books on the dark web that's called The Darkest Web, mm. she said that the creator of the site Bessa Mafia was a fake and that scammed people for Bitcoin. Ooh. Yep. Dark web is a weird place. <laughs> yep. And then came up with lies or reasons why the hitman didn't show up. So this dude just got this wasn't even a failed thing. He just got scammed for thirteen K. Yep. Wow. Also, side note, 50 Cent said he can get somebody hit by somebody from his neighborhood for $3,500. So mm-hmm. that's a lot. That's kind of high for a hit. $13,000, yes. That's really high, man. You can you can get somebody killed for like 2500 these days if you find somebody desperate enough. It, yeah. won't, it might not be a clean job, but they'll go <laughs> do it. They'll yeah. go kill the person. So if you go to the Best of Mafia website, which I didn't do. Um, don't <laughs> they probably use some kind of flag comes yeah, up yeah well it's not up it's not up anymore it's oh. um it comes up with a weird a weird kid song that's like hello farewell like that kid oh, song is on yeah. there and it's like a box that says um closed for business oh no one's had no one has ever been been beaten or killed so but the site was fake but the threat to Amy Alwyn was very real very real yeah, so they shut the site. The site is shut Yo, down. Yo, the dark web's a weird place. I don't know if these videos are real, but I I don't know if you know. It's, I, don't, I just do, I do weird shit on the internet. So on YouTube, there's these things called like dark web care packages. Mm-hmm. And they have these unboxing videos where there there are these sites where you can pay and they'll just send you a bunch of weird shit. And there'll be unboxings that'll be like, oh, is this a little girl's shirt? And like a rusty bicycle wheel, a voodoo doll. It's just always just a bunch of just weird shit in mm. a in a box. Mm. And you're like, are these are these teeth? Like just weird shit. And you pay for it, and they send it to your house. And just like I'm like, either this is either for people that are like, haha, it's funny because it's like a, it's weird dark web shit, or somebody's like, 
I'm going to jerk off to this box of like kids' clothes and teeth and bloody shoes and shit. It is weird. Got your address? What's that? Yes, what I'm saying. Why would you? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. The videos I watch, usually they're like, I don't want these people to have my address, so I send it to an IP box. Oh, okay. Is that, did I say that right? IP? IP I, no. Uh, what is it? A P.O. box. I'm thinking IP address. Yeah. A P.O. box. Oh, okay. So the FBI told all told the Alwyn family about those threats in 2016. Five months later, Amy was dead. Mm. So the FBI did all they can do. It really, it really wasn't much they could do. Um, they didn't have probable cause for anything um, until after she was murdered. Right. So as an IT professional, Stephen didn't tell the detectives about his laptop that he failed to tell the he's failed to tell the detectives about his laptop that he had. So they were saying that. Him being the IT professional, he's probably what the hell was that? Kids, man. <laughs> All these reds, like this, this family of redhead kids, moved on the street, and they just run up down the street and scream like maniac. <laughs> I really thought somebody was getting murdered the other day. Like a girl was like, one of those high pitched girl screams. Uh, and I was like, what the fuck? What came? What is happening? <laughs> they were just running up and down the street. Wow. Yeah. So the detectives saying that him being the um, IT professional, they were saying he got a little too cocky. He thought he had. It. Thought he was covering his tracks mm-hmm. and um, thought he knew he was doing it. he wasn't going to get caught so the prosecutors hired a computer forensic um, professional to analyze Steven's computer so the $13,000 in Bitcoin that was sent from Dog Day God was virtually untraceable unless you know the unique 34 character code which is known as the Bitcoin wallet damn 34 character I would yeah. never I would forget that about <laughs> it would have to be a sentence like uh, this is my password for my Bitcoin yeah uh, hope I don't forget it. Three. Yeah, that would be only. It had to be if, if it was just like a random bunch of, shit. Like my my uh, my step granddad, like my, my grandmother's husband. Mm. He's a he's it too, mm. and he all of his passwords, everything you go over his house is like, hey uh, Papa T, what's the Hulu password? It's like it's a uh, seven capital three. I mean capital <laughs> H uh, asterisk uh, seventeen forty. B Y J four, and he just knows it. Wow, he's like no password should have any kind of sentimental uh, relevance. They, mm-hmm. they should just be random, and then you just memorize that. I'm like, Can't oh do that. no, 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 that's I too can't much. Do that. No, my password is my first car's name <laughs> and the make and model. That. Like that's that's my passwords. Yeah, <laughs> like, can't do that. So the expert found out that Stephen had written down the Bitcoin wallet address in his iPhone. Twenty three seconds later, that address was sent to the the best of mafia, and forty seconds after that, Alwyn deletes the note on his iPhone. Oh, they can they can they know when the notes get written. Yeah. Oh, so, that's scary. Uh, yeah. So, um, so the lucky break came comes in when several months later, when that deleted note was backed up the cloud on his app on his on his Apple Pro laptop when he connected his phone to the um to the cloud. to the to yeah to the computer, and they said that the cloud will get you man. There is no deleting. In the 21st century, and it removed all doubts yeah. of Stephen's tech skills. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm, there's no <laughs> nothing's hidden. No, everything's in the cloud. No. There, you everything is out there. Yeah. If they really somebody really wants it, and as good of an IT guy that you think you are, the government literally goes out and finds the people who are the gods of that yeah. and put them on the payroll. Yeah, the best hackers now are probably some ones that are like you know Mr. Robot or something that's just mm-hmm. like live in a basement but the best hackers have six figure jobs for the government where they call you like hey man uh, there's some kind of weird child pornography thing okay cool I'm in wow those all the best ones are working against you if you're doing illegal shit yep 
So they said Steven got lazy with his accounts and continued to use the same username and used it on other use the same name on other um websites. Mm. So Dog Day God was almost was also hanging out on a Reddit asking about scopolamine, an mm. anti nausea drug. And high and high enough dosage can leave somebody incapacitated. Oh, he was just sloppily doing yeah. hitman research. Yeah. Yep, using that name. So the medical examiner found forty times the recommended dose in Amy's body. Mm. Likely why she was so sick that morning when she woke up. And what made it so easy to kill. Sculpamine. Yep. Yeah. Stored. So Dog Day God sent a photo of Amy to Bessa Mafia so they would know what their their target looked like. Damn. And that picture could only be found in the Owen household on the network hard drive. Whoever sent that photo knew where the picture was and all that and all that happened within minutes of him uploading that picture. And they said the data always tells a story. I'm mad they can track almost the what you're saying to me is like they can track him going like Go into notes, leave notes. Yep. Go into the website, go into Safari, pull up Safari, go yep. on the website. All that. All they can track it. his finger it's movements crazy. of like, you left this app, you closed this app, went into this wow. app. It's wild. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I'm never committing a crime. <laughs> You'll never, you won't get away with anything. No. Nope. You think you just delete and put the I'll trash I can? Delete, I deleted the text message no. thread. It ain't going nowhere. It just ain't on your phone where you can get it. So whoever sent that, uh, I read that part. Yeah, I read that part. So January 2017, Stephen is arrested and charged with first-degree premeditated murder. Many of the Alwyn friends from church were still reserving judgment that the man of God, sure. Stephen Alman, was really a cold-blooded killer. Stephen had, yep, Stephen had three mistresses and didn't want to be married anymore and was worried about his image as a church leader and divorce was not accepted in his church or religion. So murder will be the better choice than a Listen, divorce. Listen, man, I, we didn't told some affirmative murders on here about some crazy, di- but white guys are the king of that. When they're like, "I don't want to be married to you anymore," a divorce? Nah, that's that's too messy. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Yep. Like that's the next Chris Watts. You know, <laughs> like it's just so many stories of that where it's, you know, and then they had a fight, and he was he didn't want to have to go through a custody battle, so he decided he's going to kill his wife. That's crazy. That is that's that 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 your brain goes to that place. <laughs> He has three mistresses, but divorce is not allowed in in uh, the church. Yeah. So murder. Yep. I don't think murder is. No. So during his phone call from jail, he continued to show no emotion, which considered him a functional psychopath. That's what they said. Mm. It took the jury eight hours to make a decision. He was found guilty. Amy's Amy's family called him a selfish person, and said forgiveness would take time. What? I think I think this is a this is gonna be a bold statement. Hot take. I think most people who get to that level of being like uh, a parishioner, like you have a you have like a a, um, a flock of people. Mm-hmm. Most of those people are probably functional social uh, psychopaths mm-hmm. because you are taking people's money, telling them like, "Oh yeah, this will help you go to heaven," and then you're buying like a Maybach with it. Yeah, Joel Osteen has like three planes, <laughs> and I bet you he has like basement orgies. He probably has a lavish orgy room in his fucking billion dollar mansion mm-hmm. and he goes on TV and talks about how he is has a direct line to God and all this kind of stuff but all these dudes probably do super fucked up shit how much money the cat like cr- like church evangelists televangelists people bring in mm-hmm. a year millions of dollars man it's the business it's crazy they're fucking they're fucking 
They like to fuck and <laughs> yeah, of course. do drugs and all that all that shit. Oh, I'm pure. I don't do that. I'm a holy per- man. Man, please. <laughs> yep, so um, he tried to hide his evil way behind the church-going person that he was. And now he would preach and minister inmates. The Alwyn's 10-year-old son was placed in foster care, which is totally fucked up. Terrible. I mean, he didn't do anything. That's not his fault. Um, and that's that's got to be psychologically damaging because who knows what he went through already. He was, yeah. in, he was in the foster system. Wow. Had this, you know, I don't know, semi-normal life. Mother's killed by father. Yeah. And then you go back into the system. You don't trust anybody now. Yep. I hope that kid made it out. 2017 is like three years. He's a fresh teenager. That's, that's wild. I hope he's not using the jewel. I hope not. So his father is allowed supervised phone calls. And Steven, Steven has yet to appeal his conviction. To the Minnesota Supreme Court. He knows he did that shit. And that was the murder of Amy Owen. Jesus Christ, man. Got her out of here, man. That's so terrible, man. Rest in peace to her. How do you think that's a better option for you to go? I don't want to be with you anymore. So I'm going to just... How about try to have an amicable divorce? You know, offer her. I'm going to give you... We'll split everything 60-40... And we'll, you know, split the kids' custody time. Or that's too try easy. that. That's too easy. If she wants 50-50 or wants everything, then then <laughs> there's never a time to think yeah. about murder. <laughs> but I'm saying approach, like, I'll give you this much, this much in alimony, mm-hmm. and I'll give you $50,000 up front, and I'll give you alimony every month, and child support, okay? And she's like, no, I want everything. Then you got to go, uh, well, Del Mafia or whatever you said. Then, then you go to that, but don't don't go to that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, try just get try an amicable divorce, man. I don't understand why these dudes are like, nah, man, she's got to go. She's standing in the way of my happiness with my new girlfriend, so she has to die. That's why. Not saying this is a better option, but I mean, if he was already getting away with it, why don't you just? Well, we'll keep having keep having your affairs. affairs. Yeah, he wanted them to be in the house. And, See, you now you're getting greedy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. These these, these 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 high profile dudes, they 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 want everything. They want the world, man. That's what happened, to Donald Sterling. He was like, Nah, man, I want my mistress to be a part of the team too. She can do whatever she wants to do. I was like, This dude is crazy. Did you listen to that? Yeah, yeah. well, listen to that. that shit was nuts. Yeah, it was nuts, but. I, it was a good story he about Ramona, Ramona Shelbourne, but his wife yeah. was just as nutty as he was. Yeah, I don't, she she and they uh, made it seem like that she was the good person. They they did an aftermath about it, and she oh, was okay. like, "We're getting off topic, but we're done, right?" Yeah. Okay. I'm well, finished. then we can finish. Okay, we can finish. Uh, they did an aftermath one. There's like one after that that's like where she's saying basically, "Well, I I could have been a, pressed her a little harder, but then she might have not wanted to talk to me like Donald Sterling did. So she kind of had to find this middle ground of." Oh, you're talking about Ramona Shelbourne. That's what I'm saying. Gotcha. I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about her uh, with with yeah. with interviewing Shelly, yeah. uh, okay. whatever. Her last Shelly Sterling. She's saying I had to find this middle ground of let her keep talking and let the people hear the crazy shit that she's saying, mm-hmm. and I won't press her here so that I just let her talk, yeah. let her hang herself, okay. you know. Because if she would have been like, "Well, you going to that guy's house? That was kind of racist." And yeah. you guys, he had a jacuzzi or whatever you said, and she then lady might. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm out. You okay. know. So yeah. she. She was like, I'm getting such good content. Yeah, true. Just let her go. True. Just let her go, and we can talk about it afterwards, which is, you know. So I thought that was a fair, because I would have, you know, I don't think I would have been able to hide. I'm in front of a person, and they're like, well, I mean, we're not racist. And you got you kind of go, your face scrunches up. <laughs> like, uh, you kind of are. Yeah. Like, you know what? This is over. They yeah. do the thing where they take this take mic up. off of me, yeah. and I'm done. Mm-hmm. So she just kind of was like, ha, ha, ha. 
and laughed and whatever and grinned and just let her talk because she sounded crazy as shit. Yeah. And you got it, you know, and then you then you talk about that afterwards. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because they were all She racist. made it seem like that. Yeah, yeah. They were all racist. She, she hated, was the mistress in the wrong. I was yeah. like, what? Suing them. She hated being Jewish. Wow. Uh, for anybody, uh, we talked about it a couple of episodes. Yeah. This is the 30 for 30 podcast this season. Uh, the Donald Sterling Affair is yeah. what it's called. Very good podcast. So that, that's our recommendation. Yeah. I have other recommendations as well uh, before we get out of here. Um, Snowfall is probably... One of the best shows on television, Rest in Peace and John Singleton. I don't know what they're going to do with season four, but um, I hope that, you know, they had it in the tuck. I hope John Singleton was able to complete his vision. I don't know if it's going to go on past season four, but um, I have to um, finish season three, but it's really good. It's one of the best shows on television. Everything that power isn't is Snowfall. Like, I'm really talking to black people right now, but um, I mean, I don't know, maybe... Other ethnicities watch Power, but Power is kind of like a cheesy, uh, unrealistic drug dealer TV show, mm-hmm. and this is literally it's based on Freeway Ricky Ross, like it's based on his life and the Iran contraband and uh, the CIA flooding the streets of California and all over this country with cocaine in order to fund a uh, a war in another country. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that stuff happened, you know. Look it up. You can. It's 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 American history, and this show kind of focuses in on this kid from like Los Angeles, who builds a cocaine empire with the help of the CIA, mm-hmm. and it's a really good show. It's on Hulu, and um, so that's my recommendation. Um, Podcast wise, I don't. Where's my phone? Because I don't want to. I don't want to leave anything out. I definitely, there was a podcast I was listening to this week. Oh, duh. Uh, 1619 podcast friend I don't you know it's about um, the history of slavery in the United States of America it is a very good podcast they had an episode about um, music mm-hmm. and how people how, where blackface when where blackface came from where Jim the name Jim Crow came from mm-hmm. and how white people basically uh, took Negro spiritual music to make the you know to start rock and roll like they took the songs that were sung on a plantation and the styles and the choruses and the dual harmonies and took that to kind of they wanted to get in on it but for profit mm-hmm. so and Jim Crow was this dude who was like he went he I think he was French and he went to like let's say he went to Mississippi and he was like oh these Negroes are singing such good songs this is this is entertaining and then he started a stage show mm-hmm. painted his face black yeah and he's like I'm Jim Crow and he's like mammy I want to eat chicken mammy and then that's uh where Jim Crow came from mm-hmm. and then it became the name for uh, segregation so um 1619 great podcast and uh those are my recommendations uh, uh 1619 and snowfall great shows and 30 for 30 podcast yep um, anything? Got anything? No. Hmm. Okay. Cool. Again, and, and before I leave, yes, Post Malone, his album, listen. Just listen. Shut up. Listen, people. Shut up, okay? Anybody who's judging. I know he looks like an asshole. Does he have always tired tattooed under his eyelids? Yes. <clears throat> Does he look like a drunk bear? Yes. Does he have a mullet? <laughs> These are all true things, yes. But he has a talent for harmonies, and his album is uh, Hollywood is Bleeding. It's a great album, so I, I recommend that as well. And I'm going to leave before I don't want anybody to throw a tomato at me. Don't boo me. Don't boo me. It's a good album, okay? I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in true crime, Franco Evans, and we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 